Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you. It's good to be back. Happy summer, everybody. Oh, yes. This is a great, uh, great to be back on the mic with you. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to embrace and love your health and nutrition journey. And this might pertain to your body, your food, your routines, and your lifestyle. So when we talk about this, we really want to talk about committing to learning to love it. So learning to love the journey, learning to love our bodies. And Katie, can you just tell us a little bit about like when you were like, when you hit rock bottom, when you were just like done with binge eating and you came to me to help for help, like how did you commit to loving the process and loving your body? I really just started from scratch, I guess. Um, but it was a lot of mind work Mm -hmm. and like really through working with you. I mean, it it didn't just like, I didn't just wake up overnight and be like, Oh, my mind has changed. Um, it was a gradual process of like starting to do different research and different things like reading books Mm -hmm. that were similar to my story. Mm -hmm. Um, like going on walks that were more observational, mm. meaning like really taking in 
the environment around me mm-hmm. and realizing like in each moment just kind of like how special life is and like that what I was doing before wasn't working mm-hmm. and what I'm doing or trying to do now felt like a better direction and honestly by doing that I really just took a step back from every single thing in my life mm-hmm. um and I think unfortunately life does get crazy again and I was just thinking about this recently because I was like oh I was like I just feel like life's crazy yet again and I really would benefit from another phase of doing that right mm-hmm. um but I think that's really what made a difference was like really just being intentional in everything that I was doing, mm-hmm. um, socially, mentally, physically, yeah. spiritually, even. It sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, especially I, I know the walks were like very important to you, not mm-hmm. just for like, that was like your form of movement at the time, um, because you were repairing your relationship with exercise, but also, um, those walks were very meditative. Yes. That's the perfect word. Meditative. They really were. Yeah. It was, it was, re- yeah. Meditative, reflective. Yes. And I know a lot of times you spent um, many days journaling. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's really something that I encourage all of my clients to do is spending time meditating and journaling. And when we talk meditating, um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, where you're sitting in a yoga pose and you're like, um. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be like no, that. Right, right. But meditating on like where you're at, um, meditating on like what you're feeling. Like, I wrote everything down, what I was feeling, and I would, like, write it in my notepad, Mm -hmm. and I think, like, yeah, and I think a lot of times, like, I'm the type of person where, like, I have to, like, like, physically, like, write something out or talk something out into existence, Mm -hmm. because, like, if I don't do that, then, like, I just feel very, like, chaotic and flustered, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so by doing that, I felt like that was super helpful and important. Yeah, and by meditating too, you are learning to sit with your feelings. And I think that's something where some people never are able to learn to love their body or love the journey because there's different frustrations that come up. There may be, you know, negative body image days. There may be days where life is just really hard. Maybe you're a busy mom or a working professional and your demands are high on a given day. And when we try to numb our feelings through food, through exercise or through other means, like even scrolling on social media or drinking, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, like we are not learning to like feel our feelings. And I think that is really one of the biggest parts when it comes to like learning to love your body and learning to love the journey is it's okay to not feel okay at the moment. You know, it's okay to feel sad or lonely or bored or happy or whatever. And it is obviously really helpful to journal about those things, but it's also just great to meditate on that and not just always have noise or just not always doing something where we're not thinking about those things because that's when we can then turn to food and overeat or snack too much in the evening you know and I'm not saying that all of our um, issues with food come to having issues in our life but it could also be just like not having not having confidence in ourselves, and then again we're seeking food for comfort you know so different things like that Um, but kind of um jumping off of that topic 
the second thing I really want to encourage the listeners to do is ditching the narrative that looking a certain way or being a certain weight will lead to happiness. So if we're learning to love our body or at least accept it, you know, having some body acceptance, we have to ditch the narrative that if we just lose a certain amount number of weight or amount of weight, I'm sorry, or we achieve that goal weight we have in our mind that we're going to be happy because you and I both know having been, um, you know, having had restrictive eating in the past where we struggle with things like anorexia, we were at a very low body weight and in a smaller body than we are now. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say my life was happy at all. Like I was miserable. I was really miserable. I might have liked the way I I looked, looked. but inside I was, it was horrible. I will say this and I just had a conversation with, I don't remember who it was, but (laughs) I was talking about this recently of like, um, oh, I know. I think it was one of it was one of my friends, and she was talking to her mom about you know our friend group and you know just siblings, all kinds of different stuff, and and where we are today in our state of life. Mm-hmm. And you know she was like, you know, this is one of the healthiest phases I've ever seen you in in your life. Mm. And I'm not at my quote dream weight that I that I thought of in my head back then, or mm-hmm. I'm maybe not this or that, or I don't have this aspect, but I have really worked through so many different things at this point where Mm -hmm. it's like I'm not in a a phase where I feel so sad and upset Mm -hmm. and depressed it's more of like this is like for face value I can see like I can see hey you know what I am this weight but that doesn't make me depressed I'm I'm very happy and Mm -hmm. proud of the work I've done to get to this place to feel safe and okay in this in this phase and and you know wait and and it's like it's incredible to think Mm -hmm. like there there really is a difference between like fake happiness and true happiness yes and and I really I was talking to my therapist about it even too last week I said you know I think it's really interesting because like when you start to realize that you're just like you have this like a kind of like aha moment Mm -hmm. and in that moment like maybe you are ready for that next big thing in your Mm -hmm. life whether that's your you know your exercise routines your life choices with like you know moving on with eating a a different food that maybe you didn't want to because you were afraid of it Mm -hmm. or whether it's you know you know something relationships you know friendships all that good stuff making new friends I don't know right whatever Mm -hmm. it could be yeah yeah. I think when you have that true happiness within yourself you know and and I'm not saying we don't have sad days like oh of course there's frustrating we were just came on here Brittany was talking about Tiana her baby and I you know I I have my days where I'm like oh you know at work you're like you're like well I could have done this better you could have done you know it it doesn't matter you can all you're always trying to improve in life right but But again it everything that you're saying you know having fake happiness versus true happiness like I know that in the past I would yeah I'd be kind of like a you just put a smile on, you faked it and you'd have a mask on of like, oh yeah, I'm feeling like really good. And oh, I've lost this weight and whatever, but I'm miserable when it comes to my food choices. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like I'm eating like all my safe foods because I'm afraid of gaining weight or I'm forcing myself to wake up super early in the morning to work out or work out super late at night because I had a busy day, but I had to get that workout in. Like I wouldn't right. let myself skip. And like that just made me just numb everything out. And I wasn't sitting with the fact that I was so miserable. And so if you are like, if you have that thought in the back of your mind, like, 
I don't feel like what I'm doing is working or I'm upset about the way I'm like living my life, sit with that. Sit with it, journal with it, meditate on it and say, what do I feel like I need to do differently? And I think, again, that's the thing is like people get scared to have that thought and then they just numb out. Yes. And then you never address the problem. And so it's, again, why I have clients who are like, I don't like journaling. I'm like, I know. Because you got to sit with your thoughts and your feelings. <laughs> you know, of course, it can take time. And there's so many different ways to journal. Just like pointing this out, too, is like, you know, you could do audio journaling. You know, you can um, type yeah. in the notes app on your phone. You don't have to necessarily type. Or you could type into a Word document or something or like that. the voice memos. The voice memos, exactly. That's what I meant by audio messaging. So I think there's so many ways to do that. And um, to make sure you have, like, a trusted source to talk to can be helpful, too, if you feel comfortable sharing, whether that's through therapy or with a loved one or a friend um, or, you know, a spiritual director of some kind. Like, it can be really helpful to kind of have that and also I just want to encourage um you too that what you are consuming media wise can really impact how you feel about yourself your journey Mm -hmm. your body you know so maybe we need to cleanse our social media feeds of anything there to making you feel bad about your body or bad about your journey or if you're following these um, fitness influencers who are all about your chicken rice and broccoli and like you know weighing all your food and everything but that's stressing you out and, and making you anxious it. then you have to be following accounts that maybe are showing bodies like yours mm-hmm. and ones that maybe are more realistic and um you know also just like kind of getting out of the frame of mind of, um, again, that skinny is best or that, you know, a super clean way of eating is the best way to live. If that's not something realistic for you, or it's causing you to have more disordered eating. So just really be conscientious of what kind of media you're following, because that is going to influence your thoughts on a day-to-day basis. Um, And just getting to know your body better, too. I think that is really huge. Um, I think that was one of the biggest, even in the last few years, like just really learning about how my body feels on a day-to-day basis. You know, what helps me relax? What foods and what amounts make my body feel its best? Like this really helped me create healthy, sustainable routines, And not just things that I was forcing my body through, but realizing like on some days, you know, I will plan some time for movement and sometimes that means, yeah, I really want to go on a run. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means, nope, I'm just going to go on a leisure walk with Gianna in the stroller and that's really what's going to, that's really what it's going to be. And some days I really want, you know, a fresh, you know salad and Mm -hmm. um with some grilled chicken on it and some roasted veggies and stuff and some days I just want some uh chicken tender chicken tenders and some fries that I throw in the air fryer you know and like I think it's just important and some days I really want ice cream and it's so important to just get to know your body and also assessing like okay there are reasons behind like why I'm wanting these certain things um you know, or is it just out of the fact that that's what really sounds good at that time? So I think just getting to know your body and it did take me a really long time when I was healing my relationship with food to get comfortable eating those fear foods that I had mm-hmm. because I was just like afraid of binging on them. Same. Like chocolate, 
like ice cream, like bread. And then, you know, it's so crazy. But once I started eating those things, like multiple days a week, I realized I'm not binging on them anymore. Mm-mm. I'd actually have a piece of toast at breakfast and then I didn't want all the carbs at night. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, right. why do I not want like that whole bag of pretzels like I used to? And I was like, wow, I actually because like I'm allowed my body to have carbs throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just noticed like snacking in the evening and I don't know if any of the listeners can resonate, but snacking in the evening used to be my binge time. Me and too. I never understood why it was like that time at night. Because I felt like I, you know, I'd gone through therapy and I felt like I managed my stress and stuff. So I was like, you know, I don't understand like emotionally. And then I realized, ah, I'm not eating enough during the day. So my body's starving yeah. by the time And you're it gets, not eating what you want when you first wake yeah, up so in the, the morning Yeah, so the satisfaction, too. right, the satisfaction yeah. factor there. But then like when I started eating just a little bit more at meals and snacks throughout the day, I was noticing that I had no desire to binge at night anymore. It was a gradual process, but nourishing your body and like realizing, wow, I'm actually like giving it what it needs is is so huge. (laughs) Yeah. And I, yeah, I know. I, it's interesting. I think too, like right now I look back at like, you know, that you were talking about the little journey, right? And I'm in a phase where like, I'm really like, I'm okay with like everything, Mm -hmm. but I'm in this phase where I'm like, I feel like I've entered this next part of the journey where I can if I feel and choose that I want to lose a little bit more weight or something like that, I'm not going to do it in an unhealthy way or a bad way or in a way where I feel, like, insane. Your body's in a safe place to do that. Yes, and I was just thinking about it because I'm like, you know, like, going home, like, my vice is like, like, I'll come home from, like, a work day, right? And, like, yeah, I will, like, do go for a walk or to go for a run but I don't always do that it's easier for me to have a glass of wine right Mm -hmm. and so looking at some of these vices in your life and saying what can I do better during the Mm -hmm. week well you know what that's something I can do better and Mm -hmm. going into that next journey and saying yeah and doing it doing it based upon how your body feels versus this like mindset of like restriction yes. of like I can't have the wine after no, work right. because it's, like that's it's gonna make that's, me gain weight or something exactly it's more of like for me right now like lately I'm like this is a more like like a a mental health decision of like right. how I as I I'm 27 I'll be 28 in February I got a couple few months mm-hmm. but but as I start to form into my late 20s uh, well I'm in my late 20s as I start to get closer to 30 like what do I want and right. that's something that I have really been thinking about lately and I'm like you know I think I am okay and I'm ready mm-hmm. to enter into this next phase of the journey because I think I'm safe enough right mm-hmm. where I don't think I'm gonna bounce back and right. and and I I don't know. I mean, it's lately that's been what's on my mind. Cause I think like, this is like, right. Like it's the whole journey, your whole entire life. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, you heal from this, but eh, maybe I still got like this fights or this yeah. thing. And well, it doesn't end. Well, and, and that's all because like our mindset's going to be constantly changing. That's for I, sure. Throughout yeah. our whole life. Like, we're not going to do the same thing day in and day out for the rest of our life. Like, the exact same way every single day. So, I think just um, being able to recognize, yeah, like, areas that you can improve on. Like, we're always, we should always be looking to improve mm-hmm. as long as it's coming from a good place. A good place, definitely. Um, and... You know, and doing that also comes with like doing something that makes your body feel good every day. You know, I think um, I was sharing with you, Katie, like I would love to get back into some strength training. Like I just want to, I mean, carrying around a 25 pound toddler a lot, but (laughs) I also like 
want to, I would love to do some more strength training. So I've considered doing like an online workout type thing because going to a gym is just like really not, um, you know, something feasible for my lifestyle at this point. But I am recognizing that as much as I love walking, like I feel like doing something good for my body sometimes does mean, you know, going and sitting on my patio. Sometimes it means, yeah, doing some sort of a lifting workout. Sometimes that means that I want to take a bath. Sometimes that means that I'm going to make a fun recipe because that's what's going to make my body feel good because it's something I have a taste for. So I think just being able to really tune into what your body is like asking for can be really helpful. And going along with making your body feel good is also practicing gratitude for it because our bodies do so much for us. And that's just by practicing gratitude for it, whether you're just like saying something in the mirror that you love about yourself or something you like about yourself or writing it down when you journal, that's part of honoring your body, you know? And also part of honoring your body is by putting nourishing food in it. So again, like when we're talking about like achieving food freedom and being more intuitive with our eating, it doesn't mean that oh we just like sit around and eat donuts every single day because like we're we can because we've achieved food freedom it's also like knowing how to nourish our body and making it feel its best yeah I agree (laughs) and um something else that uh, I've definitely done recently and I had to do this postpartum uh after I had Gianna was restructuring my closet so you know by being able to embrace your current body and loving your health and nutrition journey at whatever point you're on is if you have clothes in your closet that aren't serving you right now, um, maybe they don't fit as well as they used to, or maybe you just like don't feel comfortable and confident in them. I would just really encourage you to try and put these things maybe in another closet or another room or in a bin or under the bed or whatever (laughs) makes sense. Um, so that you're not being reminded negatively every day. Um, I know it could be a really big negative trigger for people when they see clothes that they want to fit into or that they want to feel confident in, but don't. And it may mean that you are getting other clothes that you do feel confident in, um, for the, for your current body. And this is what's going to also help you to feel more comfortable and confident and have greater self-esteem to love the journey that you're on while you're making different changes. Yeah. And if you do that, I promise you it does make a difference because I've definitely done that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still some clothes that are like like a little bit like smaller that I've like held on to because like mm-hmm. it's it's hard to let go because I'm like eh, well, I don't know but I'm like I have to ask myself does it bug me that I'm yeah. holding on to it and yeah. and it really doesn't like I'm like oh I'm okay with it mm-hmm. but I definitely cleaned out my closet to a point where I'm like this makes me feel like good and comfortable mm-hmm. with the clothes that I have in there mm-hmm. like I can pull it out and I can know that like the majority of it all is going to fit me yes and like that's that's like a good sign if you do that because oh, yeah. it's super healthy and super normal and um yeah I don't know I just think like like I just bought a dress for work yesterday and I was like it was like I was like this is like a large I was like but like it like is a little big but then I was like no but if I try to get the medium I'll probably be like a little bit too stuffed into Mm -hmm. it and it's just kind of and we've talked about that you don't have to worry about the clothing size exactly every manufacturer is different for sure I just had that conversation with my mom so she was looking for a dress for 
my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and the sizes were, uh, you know, small, medium, large, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, but normally my mom's between like a small and a medium and the dress that she tried on that fitter was the large. And she was like, well, I don't know about, and I was like, mom, you look gorgeous. Like she looked great in it. And so like every, like the lady at the store was like, yes, like you look wonderful. Like, like, you know, but I think like we get in our head because we think, you know, and I told her my, I said, mom, I was like for my friend's wedding, she just got married. The dress for the bridesmaid, I was a small, like I am not a small, I I was saying, I just did not. And the thing, like to play devil's advocate Mm -hmm. is like, if that dress was a small, would you buy it? And the answer would probably be like, yes. And it's yeah, like, well, yeah. so why does it matter? Right. Yeah, you're so right. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. I know. So it's, it's really, but it's kind of going back to that embracing and loving yourself and the journey mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, you really have to, like, life is so crazy, so hectic. Like, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband right now. Brittany does. But I, mm-hmm. I like, you know, and it's like life, right? Like, with anything. Like, you all layer that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it all layers and you all handle it, as Brittany knows very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's same thing with your journey with your health and fitness is, like, you are going to have phases where, like, you just quite simply, like, it, this, you may not just be the size you want to be. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Because mm-hmm. life is crazy. It's so busy. Yeah. And you can't, you know, it's like, it's right. like, like it's figuring yourself out. For, or, 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 what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. No. Persecuting yourself for it is like, that's not the answer. No, it's not the answer. Because the more, you can't, like, hate yourself into a different body. No. You right. can't <laughs> hate yourself into making change. Like, no. it's just not, it's not going feasible. to work right it's just not gonna work so that's exactly why we have to like approach everything with like kindness towards our body um you know giving ourselves grace when things don't go well and it's just learning each step of the way like what went well what didn't go well what can I do differently next time and I think you can approach that with each thing that we really talked about today so Well, thank you, Katie, for all your thoughts on this topic. We hope you found this information to be helpful, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.